Welcome back, everyone. I'm Josh Rimmer, along with Jay Stoyan, and uh, we're joined by former NHL longtime referee, Kerry Frazier. Kerry, before we let you go, I do have a question for you, as, as I believe Jay does as well. Um, I want to get your thoughts on what's going on um, this year. Obviously, it's a weird year. We talked about that already. Uh, what are your thoughts on the condensed schedule and uh, the way the league has aligned the teams? Obviously, in Canada, only the Canadian teams can play each other because of what's going on and, you know, quarantine and all that jazz. Uh, what's your thoughts this year on what the NHL has done with the schedule and the alignment? Well, I think the, the NHL right from last year during very difficult times set the standard and the bar for professional sports. They did an incredible job putting a product on the ice to any degree. Uh, their, their consideration of protection of players, media, uh, making sure that everything was safe. The worst thing that could have happened was to open it up uh, like Major League Baseball and have games have to be canceled because of, you know, guys getting COVID and, and not being careful. Uh, and I know that the officials uh, that uh, went to the bubble last year, to a man, they were treated incredibly well uh, by the league. Uh, the guys that went the full distance right through to the finals, I mean, they were like the players that, that had to stay in play. They were away from their families for a couple of months, and uh, mm. uh, but they were treated incredibly well. This year, with the the border closed and the realignment, uh, the the condensed schedule, it has done an amazing uh, thing for rekindling sort of the um, the the rivalries that we had, you know, back in the old uh, divisions with the Patrick division and the Norris division. That Norris division as referees, we used to call it the Chuck Norris division because every game there were brawls. It was incredible. No matter who played, whether it was Toronto, Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, St. Louis, we had uh, Chicago, St. Louis games where busloads of fans would come from, from uh, Chicago and there were more fights in the crowd. They put extra police on one game, there's a brawl going on, and I'm standing, and the, the game stopped. We're standing watching the police, and they're clubbing people and dragging them out. And I'm standing beside Brian Sutter, captain of the Blues at the time. And Sudsy was, man, look at that guy up there. He is really giving it to that other guy. we got to get our scout up there and see if he'll sign a, a participation contract. <laughs> That's so funny. Incredible. Wow. Um, I think that's one one last question, Kerry. As our, our family personally, we have a strong connection to the referee world as my dad was a uh, um, Toronto Marley, had involvement through the NHL, but he was the industrial chief referee for the GTA for 50 years, retiring when he was 75. Wow. So before, yeah, and I asked him today, actually, I said, hey, I'm, I'm interviewing Kerry Fraser, and he remembered exactly who you were from the Gretzky and Gilmore uh, game. But I just want to share uh, that we are a very high respect for referees. As my dad's referee's partner in the O before, way back was John D'Amico. Oh, sure. It was John and Big George. I was, they called my dad, Big George. He's 6'4". So it was John, and John went and wanted my dad to go, but my dad had a family. So I wanted to ask before I let we let you go, is there one piece of advice if somebody out there, a young person, lady or, or gentleman, uh, obviously has, you know, uh, hockey aspirations, but, you know, things happen. So maybe they want to change course and they want to get into the referee uh, world. What piece of advice would you give to them? Well, a couple of things. Uh, play the game to the highest level that you're capable of. 
I believe that knowing the game and understanding the game from a player's perspective is really important uh, once you put on the stripes. And while you're playing to whatever level you can achieve, start officiating. Start, start, you know, put on the stripes. You're going to get extra ice time. It's going to help you with your skating. You don't have a stick in your hand, so it's good for your balance. But also, you come to a better understanding of what that role is within the game. And the officials, all of a sudden, when you're a player that becomes a, an official, and instead of you being the guy that's criticizing the officials, you're the one being criticized. You have to have humility, but you have to have a strong presence as well. And I can tell you guys that when I dropped the stick after playing Junior A, I was the captain of the Sarnia team in the Southern Junior A League. I was a good little player. As of playing for my dad for three years in AAA Midget and winning Ontario championships, we had five guys off our team go on to the NHL and play. We had a great team. But I was the guy that he taught how to fight in our kitchen. I was a lefty. I had fast hands, and I wasn't afraid. And so when it was time to do anything, and Bob Neely, first draft pick of the Toronto Maple Leafs, was on our team. Wow. Big, like big, big Bob. I mean, number three, plus. number three, number three, Bob Neely. There you go. And he's a, he was a great guy, great player with us. But when somebody had to be taken care of, I got the tap on the shoulder. And I was always, uh, you know, in Rick Kehoe played for Windsor against us. And he got five goals in the first game of a playoff series. My dad said, okay, from now on, yeah. you got this Kehoe guy. I want you to take him right to the bench. And if you have to, go sit beside him on their team bench. I don't want you to leave him. And we shut him down. We win the series. Played against Bob Ganey in the uh, – in Peterborough for the uh, the, the uh, All Ontario Championships. So once I left the game as a as a referee and immediate or as a player, I had to focus on a whole transition. And here's here's a lesson I learned, guys. And this is really a great story. My first encounter with Wayne Gretzky in the NHL, and we're, we're rookies, and it was in Northlands Coliseum early that season. My first up in 1980. And Wayne, on the opening faceoff, five seconds later, took a dive. And before he hit the ice, he's, his head is turned, and he's looking to see if I'm going to raise my arm. Now, type A personality, little man syndrome, chip on the shoulder. It took over as the, the, he drew the crowd against me. And I, in my head, I didn't say it in a hot mic, but I went, okay, buddy, you're going to play the rest of this game on your knees. I'm not going to call a thing on you tonight. I'll teach you a lesson. How's that one? Wow. Is that as wow. bad as Tim Peel's comment? <laughs> now, here's what happened. Philadelphia Flyers, Broad Street Bullies, Bobby Clark are playing. The Flyers are up by one goal with a minute and a half left in the game. Obviously, Oilers with those young gun stars. Power play, best option, right? Pelly Lindbergh caught the puck. I blew the whistle, stopped the play. Wayne in his office behind the net jumps in the air throws his hands out one way, his feet out the other, and he does a belly flop on the ice. Bobby Clark skated over to him with no teeth in his head. He said, laughing baby. I skated over. I said, Wayne, what are you doing? I said, there wasn't a guy within 15 feet of you. He said, you wouldn't have called it anyway. You haven't called a bank thing all night. I said, you're right. I'm going to start right now. Bang, you got two for unsportsmanlike conduct. He said, thanks. It's about blank time you called something. And he stormed off the ice to the dressing room. He didn't even go to the penalty box. Now, 
here's the here's the lesson gang wow here's the lesson in reflection after every game and i have like a, a photographic memory you can tell me a play other than the one i didn't see and i can recall it and tell you exactly what happened after that game i went back to my hotel and i had a replay I wanted to see in every game in my self-evaluation something that I could have done better in the game. This one hit me like, boom, high stick right between the forehead. And I knew that I had to be better. I compromised getting involved emotionally with the player and trying to show him. I compromised my personal integrity. I compromised the rules and I compromised my employer that, that hired me and paid me to do a job. And I had to be better. And why was it that I acted like that? It was because of the inherent things that I acquired in my home bring, upbringing, my environment, my fights in the schoolyard, my playing for, for my dad and onto the junior level. And while it served me well as a little man in a big man's game as a player, it was gonna cause me to fail. So I recognized my deficiencies and I had to work at correcting them and not let them reflex as they often do whenever we're under pressure or stress. And that, for, for me, was the turning point in my career. I would have failed had I not recognized what I needed to do better. Wow. That's, thanks for sharing that, uh, Kerry. That's amazing. So, Josh, take it away. And I want to thank Kerry for being on the show today. Kerry, it's a wealth of, like, yeah. stories, like, Come back anytime. Like, this is great. I'm sure you have thousands of <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'm always available for you guys. Uh, this is great stuff. And you know the story I just told? It transfers to any occupation. Every one of us in any field of endeavor can learn from our not only our mistakes, but we have to recognize the things about us. Everybody practices the things they do well, right? You go on the rink, you turn to the right. That's where everybody goes. They can't turn left. Practice what and, and understand the deficiencies that each one of us has. And I'll tell you, when I learned and, and understood that referees make mistakes because we're human and there's no perfect and I don't always have to be right. When a player came up to me and said, I think you blew that. If I felt I did, I'd say, you know what? I think you're right. I'm sorry. That was that was a bad call. Mm. Kerry, thank you so much. Really appreciate you joining us today. We'll definitely catch up and do this again soon. Okay, guys. Be well. Be safe, everybody. Be healthy. Thank you, Kerry. Thank you, Kerry. Okay, so we're going to take a uh, quick commercial break. We had on with us NHL former legend referee Kerry Frazier. We have on our debut Josh Rimmer. Josh, thanks for coming today. I know you got to run. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back with Matt Roberto. He's from My Custom Chair, so stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in less than two seconds. Bye, everybody.